This is a podcast from Snagerikinovsk for Radio Nova. Happy listening! Good afternoon and welcome to Snagerikinovsk. It is Sunday, it is uh, kind of wet outside. <laughs> miserable, to be honest. <laughs> a little bit miserable. I'm trying to, um, yeah, hear you, Gemma. <laughs> is that better? That's much better. <laughs> As in the wrong microphone. That's a rookie error. That was really problems. bad. <laughs> <laughs> I just said it's a bit miserable, but we're going to bring the good vibes. So that's yes, all that's yes. all that's needed. We bring all the sun vibes. on here. <laughs> Absolutely. Metaphorically. Uh, so today in the studio with Thiago and Gemma. Hello. Hello. Back for another show. Yes. Uh, as advertised on Instagram, we will talk about um, uh, we'll talk about your subject first, Gemma. Uh, which is the London Underground. Oh, I'm excited. It sure is. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I was actually thinking about this. I was like, it's probably not the most interesting subject, but I am so fascinated by public transport at the moment. It's like my little <laughs> nerdy um, uh, phase. My train, pla- my train <laughs> phase. My train yeah. phase. The train phase. <laughs> um, but no, I went to the UK with my family uh, last week. I was there and I just... Every time I go, I have family there, so we go a bit. And I'm so obsessed with, like, the tube system. I don't know why. It just, like, the colours and, like, how organised it is. Like, my dad told me a fact that, like, every line on the tube is connected to every other line, which is, like, wow, that's, like, like 10-year-old me was, like, dude, that makes so much sense for a city to have that. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I don't know. I really don't know why. But it's it, it's really cool. It's, I mean, used by everybody. I read something, I think... In 2023, they, or 2022 rather, they had like one billion people ride the tube for an annual um, ridership. So it's it's a very, I think, rite of passage for a Londoner. Um, yeah, anyway, so, um, yeah, and then I think what sparked my interest this time is we went on this really cool tour last week with my mum um, took us, which is very kind, of like, well, she didn't take us on the tour, she she paid for the tickets. It was like the abandoned underground of like the Piccadilly Circus. Yes. It was so cool. Mm. Like, I had no idea, I don't know, like... Uh, Maybe I was quickly check. So have you, Tiago? I think before you were saying you haven't been to London. You haven't no, been on the tube, have you? No, I never. But I want. You're missing out. <laughs> I will. It, 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 it's, it's on my. It's my bucket list. Yeah, you should go just to just to ride on the train. I think. Um, and have you have you been there, Mac? Yeah, I used to live in London. Oh no so, way! I had no idea. I'm very familiar. Yeah, you would know. Do you? Do you are you like a fan or not a fan? I feel like London is London? Really, I, no, I, I fell in love with that city. Yeah. I, I was on a weekend trip uh, by myself. I was ah. I'm going to go to London. Never done it. And I fell in love. I, I got there and I was like, I need to move here. I love that. And I moved there and then it was great. It's you just moved? Like, I, that's also really I got myself a job, you know. If you, want, if you want something, you just got to go find oh, it. Look, we're being so inspirational uh, today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so maybe, Tiago, this can be your introduction to, yes. to, uh, to Tell London me a little culture. about yeah. the London culture. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so the, there's all these abandoned tunnels underneath. It's, it's insane. Like... I don't think my brain can even comprehend like how much, like how many tunnels and anyway, it doesn't matter. But the tour was great. Like they were showing us where people were like um, sheltering from like the bombings in World War Two, mm. And there was like, they were showing us how they used to be this. The toilets were literally like 
buckets and someone's job would be to like empty the buckets and then oh my god I was like that would be the worst job in the world um, but like toilets during during the war right during the bombing yeah no uh, just at the station like before they had flushing toilets they had toilets in stations yeah well, no this was this was like a this was like <laughs> yeah a they were more fancy than that modern edition <laughs> I know and you have to pay for them sometimes as well yeah. I mean God, Europe never happens in Australia you have to pay for the toilet I'm like I'm just trying to go to the toilet you're making me pay like two it's, euros it's a human right right yes I think it's so bizarre especially like if you're at like a like you're a paying patron anyway whole nother topic maybe I should talk about that next year um but yeah I I think that I, I'm gonna share some facts we'll t talk a bit more about the tube um yeah it was first built so it's actually it's 160th anniversary this year as well which is very fitting quite old 160 years like they built an underground railroad in 1863 which You, I know listeners can't see my face, but my face is gobsmacked. <laughs> like, it's insane how they did that. Like, and now, like, in back at home, we can't, like, even build a train line. And we've, it's been, like, a decade. Mm -hmm. They're trying to build this train to the airport because, by the way, Melbourne does not have airport trains, which is horrible. I don't understand how it works. Like, you have to, like, catch a bus from the airport and it's, like, a 40-minute bus from the city. It's so bad for tourism. London. 40. Did you say 40? Uh, a, bit, a bit shorter than that. Maybe like h half an hour to the city center. That's all right. Come on. <laughs> it's not It's not bad at all, but like it's a bus and like I just wish it had, like that's my one wish for Melbourne. Yeah. If you're listening to me, oh my gosh, I've, I've forgotten who the Prime Minister is. I've been here for too long. <laughs> If you're listening to me, um, <laughs> Prime Minister of Australia. Please, we need a train. I should definitely know. <laughs> um, yeah, please give me a train. Anthony Albanese, that's who it is. Yeah. Albo, please listen to me. Um, yeah, so it was built in 1863, it, but it only had six stations. You, have you heard of Paddington Bear? Uh, the, you, He hates the marmalade sandwiches. I, yes, the, the bear, yeah. Yes, I, I, yeah, the teddy bear. Yeah, yeah. And he did that thing with, with the, the jacket, right? Yes, with the yes, 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 with yes, the jacket. I know. Um, that was the, one of the first stations. I think that's Paddington Bear, I think, was, was a bear that was found at that station. A bit, bit um, lost on my law, but yeah. Um, so that, that was the beginning of the, of the subway. It was, it was six stations and it's now like been incorporated into one of the lines because maybe we can, I'll show you a, a picture during the break, Tiago, but the map is insane. Like there are so many different connections and, and stuff like that and all very well color coded as well. Um, yeah, like I said, so it's estimated that 3.15 million people ride the tube every day, which is just, again, to me insane. Like that's like almost, that's more than half the population of Norway. Like, see, you can see it reaches out so far and like oh even God. into bits of Essex. Yeah. And like, it's, it's in like, <laughs> it's we, have, so we cool. have a map here on the monitor that, for that's people what that cannot referring see. To, sorry. But you can see on the left hand side to the, to the down, uh, it's Heathrow. So you have the airport that's connected to mm -hmm. the center. You can just take a line straight to the mm -hmm. center. And I can't really point, but if you see like kind of the red line in the center. Yeah. Oh, wherever you see, this I, one? I can't see, but no, sorry, up one more. You can see Paddington there. That's the original part, that little section. I'm just pointing to where the first the first six stations were. So yeah, that was literally built in in obviously it's been upgraded a little bit. <laughs> it still does seem very old, but like 1863. Um yeah, and and it, it's insane to me. And do you like like the colors as well? My yes. grandma lives on the blue, the Victoria line, so that's the light blue line. Oh. Um which is one of the the goes out to the east and to the south as well. And then there's the big central line and you can see the ones in the middle, like the big, the busy bits, obviously. I feel mm -hmm. like I'm now just like, I'm some kind of traffic inspector just explaining to Tiago. <laughs> Do you need information? <laughs> Where are you going, love? I should, yeah. I should get employed. <laughs> um, no, but it's insane. So I think that 
if uh, this is what I've written down, I thought this was so wise, to put that into perspective. If the annual tube ridership was the population of a country, so the amount of people that ride the tube every year, it, it would only be surpassed by India and China. So, like, the number of people riding the tube would be the third biggest country in the world each year. I know that's a bit complicated, but... Amazing. Yeah. Thank is... you. <laughs> <laughs> and, yes. yeah, and we were talking about the London Underground and the immensity of... Uh, this uh, travel network under under our feet when you are in London. Pretty cool. Pretty I, cool. Yeah, it's, I'm literally just geeking out over the tube, which is quite <laughs> funny. But uh, yeah, I okay. I'll just I'll speak about a couple more things because I think they're my favorite parts as well. Um, so originally when they built it, I was talking about the the first line that they built near Paddington. They did this thing called the cut and cover, where they literally like dug like dug the ground out, then put the train in, then put the ground back in. So that was like the original way of making it. But it didn't take them very long to kind of realize that that was obviously a bit disruptive. You can't just be digging up holes everywhere. So I don't know, I don't know the name, unfortunately, but this guy thought of this, um, made this like bore essentially. So they put it in the ground and then they just like could like drill out the tunnels. So that was like, like the map you saw before, obviously is so established. And a lot of those stations were made like a long time ago, which mm. is really cool. Um, so, yeah, I think, like, from an – I mean, I'm not an engineer, so I, I don't, can't tell you the specifics, but from, like, an engineering perspective as well, it's really interesting to right. me, especially because it's so long ago. It's so amazing because I now I saw the map. Yeah. And I'm comparing traffic transport, yeah. public transports from London, yeah. public transport Germany, and yeah. it's a different world. What's it like did, in Germany? Oh, this, this is <laughs> – <laughs> I remember when um, I – um, arrived to Norway, Oslo. Mm -hmm. The third, the first thing, I told my brother like, on Sunday, the bus is coming like every ten minutes <laughs> because in Germany you really wait in Sunday one two hours for, for the for next a, for the next hours? yes for the next bus. And if you're living really in let's say in Outback, yeah. <laughs> you have no chance yeah, to wow. go anywhere. So the public transport in Germany is very, very bad. Interesting. And then he came here to visit me and he said, this is, this is a different world. <laughs> and I said, you know, we're not work. so stressed anymore. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. This, this is amazing. So it's, it, that, that would be a dream, you know. Yeah. And because you, we get used to a lot of different things. Yeah. A lot of missed train, you know. A lot of yeah. train who don't show up. A lot of train who have lots of delays. Yeah. So yeah, that is a new word for me. That's so funny. It's funny you mention that because when we were on the way to our tour, actually, was I was with my mom, dad, and my two sisters, and we sat down on the train. And then my dad left to go and find a newspaper. He just got up and left, and we're like, oh. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the doors start closing, and we see him on the platform, and we're like riding <laughs> no. away. Yeah, but I guess in Germany that would have been a disaster. But yes. he, there was literally a tube three yeah. minutes later. Yeah. And my dad, it's so funny because my dad is like, he was too chill. He was just there and he's just like waving. And mum's like, he has no idea where to go. There's no reception down here. <laughs> so we got off at the next station. But it was, they come so frequently, like especially the Victoria line. Uh, but, but that's one thing, right? In London, there is no reception in the underground. Yes. And that's it's sucky. bizarre. It's so sucky. And that I was actually yeah. thinking, I don't know how I'd survive with that. But do you have your tickets on the phone like you have in no. Oslo? Or do you have to pay like in a paper form? You have a card. Oyster a card. card. You have yeah. the Oyster card. Uh, 
Okay. Um, but okay. I think they're thinking about the phone thing. I too. hope so because we have the tap card. They're called Mikey's at home, but we have tap cards, and the phone is revolutionary. Yes. Mm. It's so, and also, yeah, it's just amazing. It's easier yeah. for everybody, yeah. I think. Yes. And that you can buy the tickets on the phone because in Germany you have the cards too. Yeah. And it's just. And if you, you know, lose it and it's got money on it. If you lose it, it costs money. Yeah. As if you have any phones, so it's yeah. really, it's a much but it on must, the date. I mean, it must, if we still have those cards, and I'm thinking in France, we still have tickets, you know, paper tickets. I actually, yeah, yes. that's insane. Uh, that are very, very small also. <laughs> it's like, wow. So easy yeah, to lose. Germany too. But I guess it's uh, a way of, you know, functioning because yeah. it seems to work quite well. Even when yeah. I was in Ireland, it was the same. Yeah. We had tickets and... Yeah, and I imagine it would be quite expensive to upgrade as well. I think it's much more for the older people. Yeah, they don't want to do because not every old people. Hey, we like we like tickets, okay? (laughs) I feel so sorry for all those old people that just have to rely on technology so much now. But then I get sad because I'm thinking that's going to be me in like 50 years. There's going to be like mind reading or something. I don't know that I can't do, and I'm going to feel like a fool. (laughs) Yeah, it's not easy. But I don't know. Out of topic, it just reminds me. I saw this video uh, on Snapchat, and it was this, this girl. I think she was like maybe twenty year old, kind yeah. of influencer or not. Mm. And she was like, "Guys, do you know where I can buy an SD card for my my camera?" And I'm like, <laughs> because you know, I mean, kids these days. I'm gonna say yeah. that people kids in their twenties think that digital cameras are They're all the, the range. Trend. They're trendy, and I'm like. We just got rid of them, please, because <laughs> no. And now they're bringing it back and they're like, oh, I need an SD card. What, how does it work? And I'm like, oh, no. when can I buy it? You know, you have stores <laughs> for that. <laughs> I, I think the CDs are going to come back in soon. Like people will start using oh, CDs. Oh, I got all like, mine at home. I'm yeah, going to bring you'll them. you'll be ready. My mom I, is no, like, get, get rid of, CDs. Them. <laughs> get rid of them. No, they're going to come back into fashion, mom. <laughs> mom, they're worth so much money. That was all my pocket money. Oh. <laughs> But yes, uh, the underground, uh, fantastic! I think it's nice that you can t- take tours in those. Mm, yeah, uh, yes. I recommend if anyone's in London. And uh, there's probably some also in Norway, and I know there's some in Paris. You can take tours, and that's there's so cool. One line of the underground that is closed in the center of Paris, and it's used for making films. So that's every time so there is cool. a scene really? in a in the Parisian underground, yeah. it's 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 that place. It's that's it's so a film cool. set. Uh, Okay, wow. but uh, have to go visit. <laughs> French movies are very popular. Yeah, <laughs> French Underground is a classic, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Old movies. Yeah, that's so funny. But Easy. yeah, that's the underground. Uh, what about um, the amount of people that uh, take the tube at the same time? It's and so busy that you are jam packed. I don't know if you experienced that in London. A little bit rush hour. My luckily, my grandma lives near the end of the line, so more and more people would get off, and you'd be like, ah. Oh, but in the yeah. zone one and two, it's insane. Yeah, and it's like very like my mum always says you should blow your nose after you go on the tube because there's literal like it's gray. black stuff in your. It's <laughs> no. a bit gross. Sorry, uh. um, <laughs> it's like it is. It's probably so bad for your lungs or something like that. And it is hot. I've heard in summer, like we went now, so it wasn't too bad, but... Oh my gosh! I can imagine it'll be blistering. This is a, this is <laughs> these are the negatives. <laughs> oh, this is the worst thing. You go to public transport in summer and everything's so full, yeah. and you're like, can someone please open a window? Yeah, but then the window open doesn't no. help. It's still no, no. Or oh, you just smell dust when you open the window, <laughs> yeah. so it's not nice. Yeah. No, in Germany, just, I don't understand. They close the window in the summer. Yeah, that's a bit bizarre. <laughs> 
Um, well, I will say Australia is very well equipped for hot weather and we do have aircon on all of our trains. So yeah. <laughs> it's actually nicer on the trains. But I think you would not survive that. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd be in trouble. <laughs> all right. So there we go. We heard about the London Underground. People, I recommend taking a trip to London and experiencing the madness. I will. Uh, <laughs> the high price for tickets, the people squishing uh, amongst each other when it's rush hour and uh, and the really, really loud noise that comes out of the London yeah. Underground because some <laughs> of them are Pretty, pretty old. Uh, okay, so we are here to talk now about the film, The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Yes. Tiago, take yes. us away. Okay. Um, I like to talk a little bit about the, about the movie and why the movie is so important for me and why I love the movie so much. Um, just some basic information to, to take you guys on the boat. Uh, the Perks of Being a Wallflower is a movie um, that came out on September 21, 2012, before there was a book. Um, of the same title and it was released in 1999 and the author Stephen oh, the last name so it's hard to read uh, Chapsky, Ch- Ch- Chabowski Chabowski yeah, I think that was a pretty good effort Chabowski <laughs> yeah he wrote the book too and it's very interesting to see uh, to note that I think he needs uh, like five years or six years like to wrote the book it was it was a long process and he didn't want to do the movie right now it was offered from a lot of students to do the movie but he decided to settle down a little bit and so um really cool so it's take much over 10 years to do the movie and it's uh, the cast is uh, with Logan Lerman, who lots of people know maybe from Percy, man. Uh, um, Percy, uh, Percy Jackson, Percy Jackson. Thank you. Um, the beautiful Emma Watson. Everybody also knows beautiful. her. Hermine <laughs> from Harry Potter, and Ezra Miller from he play of the Flash in the DC movies uh, Superman, uh, Batman versus Superman. So um, the. Um, the movie and the, um, the book is well received and by critics. Um, it has like 85% on Rotten Tomatoes and it's Pretty now high. the cult classic. And he is the movie are known by um, yeah, bringing the Tumblr era. I don't know <laughs> if someone are familiar oh with Tumblr. Oh my gosh, you're taking me back. Yes. And um, there are very hard you issues. You accept the love you think you deserve. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Sorry, I tried Tumblr, but it never works. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there are very um, hard issues. Yeah. The what's been tackled like uh, post-traumatic stress disorder and sexual abuse, um, bullying, friendship, the pressure, mental health, adulthood. And in the book, there's a lot more other topics. And um, yeah, I watched the movie, I think I was 19 or 20. And I fell in love directly with the movie. Um, the, aesthetic, the aesthetic, the how the movie are made, you really know, see that it's pretty like, they tried to make like 90s movie. Um, and the actors are brilliant. And um, the movie is about Charlie, who is telling the um, his, his story. Um, as a view, you know the story of um, from the view of uh, Charlie, he is an outsider. He meets um, his friends, um, he, uh, two friends in this high school that is played by Emma Watson and Ezra Miller. And yeah, you will find out that Charlie has a rough uh, childhood, is um, spoiler alert. He was sexually abused by his uh, aunt, who is, I think she died in the same night that she, where he was abused or yes and so he's living with this guilt 
and um, he has to deal with a lot of post-traumatic stress disorder and he wants to be an author and um, it's why quite a little bit very um, hard topics because he has a best friend who shot himself so you see Charlie he goes through a lot but in that movie <clears throat> it's not a kind of bring down movie so it's just more in the end you feel like um, a little bit hope for Charlie that he gets better and he takes after a breakdown, he goes uh, to the hospital and where his parents find out what his aunt did to her, to him. And it was, uh, yeah, it was a really quiet, uh, I would cry a lot. Um, because for me, it was the first movie I ever saw where it was a representation about sexual abuse by male victims and it was quite for me lots of personal stuff because I suffered sexual viol uh, violation in my childhood um, when I was four and seven by our four years by a neighbor a kid of our neighbor and when I was seven uh, from a family member and so for me it was watching this movie it was kind of finally someone talks about my point of view of what I go through and so it was really amazing. That's why I love this movie so much because you don't really find a lot of representation of sexual um, abuse uh, against male victim in media in general. So um, for me, it was amazing. And so very thank you, Stephen Chopsky, to wrote the book and to talk about that topic. And um, yeah, it's it's every. I think I watched this movie hundred times and it's still like watching the first time and um, it's making me a lot of thinking because I want to watch that last time again but it's not available right now in Norway uh, so um, yeah because every time when I've been confronted with my past and what I go through as a child with um, that traumatic situation I really like to watch that movie because give me so much, a little bit hope to say, okay, there's, you can go through that and still have a life after that, yeah. So, uh, so beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so um, for me, it's always like see movie like that, um, and see, okay, movies can have so much power and so much. Um, it's a great place where you can be represent or can give representation about people for for people or give a vo um, give a voice for people you don't know what they go through so um yeah um i think because um i see um yeah what I'm, are some of your favorite parts of the movie do you have any scenes you really like i love the breakdown scene mm. I know it seems it's, it's, it's really hard, but um, I really like the breakdown scene because it's um, you really see in the end, okay, what he go through. Because the whole movie is you think to figure out, okay, what, and that's the moment where like, wow, okay, I never expect that. Mm. That's the kind of okay, never expected. Or the moment where Emma Watson she touch uh, Charlie on the chest, no, mm. on the, the leg. And where they're kissing, mm -hmm. and he moved away, like, okay, why he moves away? And so, yeah, that's one of that's my cool. favorite scenes. And in the end, of course, when she, when he has the conversation with the doctor. Yeah. And the doctor gives him, like, this, 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 um, yeah, this quote, it's okay to be not okay. Yeah. And, um, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I did not realize how many, like, Tumblr quotes are from this movie. <laughs> 
Literally, I think the accept. Um, you accept the love we think we accept with the love we think we deserve. Yes. That's it, isn't it? I think about that quote quite often, and I, in my head, I just don't think I've realized. And because it's, it's so, it's so true, right? It is. It is yeah, you know, it is. the way you feel about yourself, yeah. and this is what you're gonna look for yeah. or, or get from yeah, somebody you else. Need to have yeah. belief in yourself, yeah. like self love. Yeah, I guess. yeah, it's, it's amazing, and so such strong quote for young people out it there. Is. I always remember the scene when they're in the when they're standing. I, I haven't watched it, but like Baron, I have watched it since I was maybe fifteen. But like when I was when they're standing in the car, there's a scene yes, where they're like standing yeah, in the back of the car. Yeah, they go to the tunnel, yeah. play David Bowie hero. Yeah. It's amazing. And he yells, "What does he? It's like we're alive, or I am alive." Or yes, he yells yes. something else, very quotable. Yeah, yeah. It does. It it's. I think it's about um, you should breathe out. Oh uh, yes, I think I quote like that again. Very, very Tumblr no, aesthetic. Tumblr, yeah. Tumblr is amazing. Should be bring back. <laughs> but the um, movie also taught me what I had no idea what a wallflower was. I had to like Google it to double yes, check. Yes, but me too. It's, it then entered my vocabulary. So <laughs> thank you, Stephen Chomsky, for <laughs> introducing you. me to amazing that term. <laughs> no, it's it's really good. And yeah, I, we were saying before as well, though, it, it's Emma. I think we disagreed on this point. I did quite like, um, I thought that Emma Watson's American accent was a bit jarring. But Tiago said he quite liked it. I, but maybe you've because, watched it a yeah. lot more than me, though. Because maybe, and you're our native spe- speaker, you know. True, that's so true. So for me, true. it's kind of, okay, I don't see a lot of difference. <laughs> and, oh, please, please, do you, do you think I sound American? You? Yeah. No. Okay, cool. Thank goodness. No, no offense no. to any American no. listeners out there, but I think American <laughs> accents are so jarring. I hear them when I when I, I hear them when I'm traveling, and I always think, "Oh, you sound so obnoxious right now, so loud." Anyway, I tra- I like to think I'm a bit more of a cool native speaker. No, yeah, you have, a, you have a toned down Australian Thank accent. You. It's Thank not it's much. not too like wow. <laughs> Sorry to make this all about me. I did not know Nina Dobrev was in it. Where? Nina Dobrev. Yeah. Nina Dobrev and Valerie. Yes, she's there too. But she's she has a supporting role, so yeah. she has not a big uh, role in the movie. Wow. And uh, Mae Whitman, she's the voice of Tinkerbell. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, in case you're wondering. You know much more Such than a me. movie uh, <laughs> I really, I love movies. Nicholas Braun, he's in Succession. Oh, That's the Jura show I was just talking about. <laughs> I'm so sorry I've derailed this conversation. But, wow, I need to rewatch it. Yes. It's been ages since I've seen it. Have to. Everyone has to watch this yeah. movie one time. It's a, I think it's a beautiful movie. So, um, do you think there is like many movies that, um, or d- movies can be therapeutic, mm-hmm. um, cathartic also? And do you think like there's many other movies that were like that at least for you? No. No. I think this movie. is the only movie I know which is really focused on that topic. Yeah. yeah. And I think even in the movie, it gets really short. Mm. Um, and I think better than have not any representation, but I think we need more much movie in that kind of area mm. because it's that happened much more for men, much more for uh, boys than we think. Mm-hmm. And I know there, of course, I don't want to say that um, it's still that women suffer much more than men. But I know that it's because we have that high number of sexual violence against women and such lower such sexual violence against men is because lots of men don't talk about that. And so if you don't talk about that, nobody can know that, you know, it's existing. So I think that's um, when you see a movie like that and when you have a strong uh, protagonist in movies, um, maybe can help you um, see that it's okay to talk about that and mm. there's nothing to be ashamed about it. 